1: Put you in on Saturday? Well, they didn't. No? No. He you had your glove? Uh, yeah. It was ready to go. Had the mitt, The foot uh, oiled up, ready tenth to go.
2: Can Alumni baseball game. Uh, Couldn't even be
1: a sub. Served as the announcer. Give and, me a uh, little sample of um, like our fourth hitter stepping up to the plate. <laughs> right. Now batting, center fielder, Sparky Anderson. Now. <laughs> what spark was Sparky Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> So, the 10th. Yeah, it was not. Howl uh, alumni yeah, games last weekend. Yeah. Also, Miles for Smiles. And that, was, uh, wishes. What that a, was a great tournament. Yeah,
2: it was a great event to be out there for uh, for uh, Miles for Smiles to benefit
1: from Juliana's wishes. And um,
2: yeah, uh, what a it was it was great fun a very, It was a great weekend. Despite
1: the heat. A little hot. Happen. A little yeah. hot. All right, here we go. It's uh, Monday. A picture
2: of, like, for instance, this picture here where I'm a little sweaty that was a shadow that was I know. just a shadow. That was, that was me that was me outside the car for about 30 seconds <laughs> i was like
1: a lot of us were like i that. was my
2: own ecosystem it was like it was like clouds of you know boy you had a lot of yeah.
1: evil to get out of you that yeah, day yeah i did yeah so <laughs> i think anyway. we like that uh, so we had a good time on uh, on saturday as uh, we get into the new week we'll take a look at last night's sunday night trivia question and the answers Stats show men who have one of these may be more intelligent than other men mm. We want to know what it is. I don't think anybody got the right answer, but we'll, we'll take a look at those All right. in just a little bit. Uh, also coming up today, your Two Cent History lesson, and we'll talk with Daniel Brown, who's the watershed planner for the Huron River Watershed Council.
2: Yes, there's been a little bit of a kerfuffle no. in the river as of late. Is that what you call it? Kerf- well, actually, it's hexavalent chromium, and it's highly toxic.
1: That's Oops. probably more than a kerfuffle. Did I spill that in there? A kerfuffle sounds like something you get at the fair. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I'm going to go on the zipper, yeah, right. and then I'm going to get a kerfuffle. And I'd like some whipped cream on it, please. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't think you can put whipped cream on this kerfuffle. No, you don't want to no. We'll get details on that yeah. uh, coming up. But first... A look at local news brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton.
2: All right, here's what's going on. High school students in the Huron Valley School District will be required to leave their backpacks in their lockers in the upcoming school year. According to a notice on the district's website, the policy is being implemented to avoid hazards in classrooms and hallways and ultimately keep the school safe. The new policy follows the shooting incident last December at Oxford Community High School in which a student killed four of his classmates with a gun that he kept hidden in his backpack. The notice says principals will review the new policy with students at the beginning of the school year. It also says this only applies to high school students. There will be no changes at the elementary and middle school levels. State officials say after a review of data Friday evening and Saturday morning, the boundaries of the current no-contact recommendation for the Theon River system will remain in place until further notice. According to a release Saturday evening, experts with the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services and Michigan Department of Environment, Great Lakes and Energy assessed all the available information, including water sampling data collected throughout the week to make that determination. The recommendation was put in effect after the release of the toxic compound hexavalent chromium from Tribar Manufacturing in Wixom. It then uh, discharged through the Wixom Wastewater Treatment Facility into the Huron River. The release contained that hexavalent chromium, also known as hexchrome, a known carcinogen that can cause a number of adverse health effects. Of 69 water samples that were collected through 42 river miles during the week, three came back with detections of hexchrome. Two were in Milford's Hubble Pond, one in the middle of Kent Lake. Until further notice, the state is recommending people and pets avoid contact with the Huron River waters between North Wixom Road in Oakland County and Kensington Road in Livingston County. and. As Mike said, we'll be talking with Daniel Brown from the Euron River Watershed Council coming up here in just a few minutes. And following Stuff the Bus events over the weekend at the Howell and Fowlerville Walmarts, the 21st annual Backpacks for Kids distribution is set later this week. The goal of the project is to provide Livingston County students whose families are experiencing financial difficulties with basic school supplies at no cost. Unlike past years in which the school supply distribution was held at LESA's campus in Howell. Individual distributions will take place at each of the five public school districts this Thursday, August 11th from 4
1: till 6 p.m. You'll find additional details at mikeandjohnpodcast.com. And that's what's going on. And news brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. Commitment to customer service, community involvement, honesty, professionalism, and of course, exquisite merchandise. Stop by and see Mark and Barb Binkley today. They pride themselves on offering something special for everyone they recognize customer satisfaction is the sole purpose of their business offering a unique mix of exceptional quality jewelry and value all in a warm engaging environment and of course they've got the latest designs from Simon G and Zagani plus others stop by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers on Main Street in downtown Brighton or you can see them online at cooperandbinkleyjewelers.com follow them on Facebook too Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton.
2: Right, and if you go on their Facebook page, they always have really cool uh, stories of uh, engagement stories, uh, you know, proposals, and, uh, proposals yeah. things like that. And uh, so that's always very nice to see some nice stories. Plus,
1: they, they kind of preview some of the stuff that's coming to Cooper Binkley Jewelers.
2: Right. Plus, I, I, like, I haven't seen a preview yet of my high school ring.
1: Not but yet. Not yet. They're working on but, it. Uh, yeah. You know, if they and they it. have those uh, greetings from Brighton postcards too. That's well, true. Yeah, if can you can get your don't picture. Don't forget. Right? Or they have the postcards. You got themselves.
2: the mural on the side there. Go take that hashtag at greetings from Brighton, and then go inside and see if they have my high school ring for sale yet. <laughs> they don't. They <I>
1: don't. Because <laughs> nobody wants it. Because nobody wants it. <laughs> I don't even want it. Sunday night trivia. Yes. Stats show, men who have one of these. It's not a high school ring. Maybe more intelligent than other men. We wanted to know what it is. A lot of great answers.
2: Well, but... we know something that most men have that doesn't make them more intelligent, but anyway.
1: <laughs> no, no, it doesn't make you any smarter. Matter of fact, it might make you dumber. It draws blood away from the brain. <laughs> a wife was a popular guess. A smart wife. All popular and very good guesses. Right. Ain't that right, John? Absolutely. That, Are you right. kidding me? I'm, I'm a dummy. Well, a library card. Good guess. This one's really specific. A 1946 Jeep CJ2A. Mm. Who said that? Don Joshua Summers. All right.
2: So I think Don or Joshua
1: owns that kind of a Jeep. Think I'm thinking, so. yeah. You know, Maybe Joshua I'm answered. guessing with right. that, a 1946 Jeep. Um, a web between their index toe and their middle toe. Really? Hmm. That's an interesting. Guess. <laughs> I didn't know you had an index toe. <laughs> I mean, I, I understand. Yeah, I, I guess. guess I guess. I've never heard it referred finger. to as a index toe. Yeah. Would if if you went to a kid today and said, "Show me your index finger," right? Would they know? You mean my ring finger. <laughs> a job, a dog, a sense of humor—all great guesses, not right. A cat, a bookshelf or two full of books, a full head of hair. Now
2: the books. First of all, go buy them. Are they, laden, are they laden with dust? Number one. Yeah. And are they fake? Are they? Like, got your suits? like you pull them out, and the whole shelf comes out at the same time. Like, it's just a front.
1: <laughs> a map. <laughs> a uh, high IQ. Well wouldn't that well, go with that that it? Uh, an electric car says Mike. A birthmark. None of these are correct. Mm. If you want to know what the right guess is yes. we leave you hanging. What is the answer? I don't know. You tell me what do you Let me see the answer. You didn't speak? Th- no. no, I did not. It's right under no. the date. Yes, I see that. Oh wow. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> You're a genius. <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see it right now. <laughs> but I am. Or ever. <laughs> oh, I could. Oh, you mean that you're a genius. Yes. You're talking about the I'm answer. talking about your answer. Okay, yeah. yeah. The answer is a hairy chest. I could show you if you'd <laughs> okay. Private showings. I'll, I'll spare it. Save it for the post-show. Uh, okay, post-show. No. <laughs> Mike's like, I gotta go. <laughs> so a hairy chest. Yeah. That's, that's what they say. What statue? about a hairy back? <laughs> if you got a hairy chest and a hairy back, the hairy back negates the hairy, yeah. I'm, I'm, the I'm negates the hairy I'm, chest. Oh, it does? It oh. negates the hairy oh, chest. Oh, that makes yeah. sense now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, apparently, if you're a guy with a hairy chest, hmm. you may be more intelligent right, than a guy who doesn't have a hairy chest. Now you know. So let's get back to this. Uh, yes, back to that. Uh, the the backpack stories. Yeah. So... Apparently now the Huron Valley schools are not going to let high schoolers uh, have backpacks in the classroom. They can
2: bring them to school, and they got to put them in their locker. Yeah. They Isn't can, that where they you can... pretty much
1: put everything? though? it's like cram it in your locker and then just grab the book. Well, for the I think for us, and we didn't, I didn't really have, we didn't really have backpacks back when we back in the with day. school when dinosaurs roamed the earth. No, we didn't. I, I didn't see backpacks until I went to college, right? Like in early eighty-two. Exactly. It's at, uh, but I
2: know with my kids, and I was surprised. Uh, they would just load up they hated their locker I mean not that anyone loves their locker but I'm just saying they didn't go to their locker they would load up their backpack such my youngest and they would just carry with them to class to class to class all day long because they're like I don't want to go to my locker
1: oh, I like taking that yeah it's you know? kind of like a it's kind of like home base to me You I, go back to the locker I, you go, oh, yeah it just depends just, you on you what your, your it depends on what your
2: locker <laughs> experience is. Oh, now, if, if you experience. go, well, if you, if your locker experience is basically, I am now a target. Like, <laughs> we know where we can find King. He's at his locker. Let's uh, get him. Well, then the, you the, hang the, out with somebody else. Then locker. you don't, you don't go by your locker. Uh, so it depends.
1: Wow, I'm sorry. But you had a bad locker But
2: experience. kids, uh, well, most of my locker experience was, what's a stupid
1: combination? Yeah, well, I want to work! Or it gets jammed, and you got a hot chick by you. you know, I can't get my locker open. No I, didn't, sure. I didn't want it to open anyway. It <laughs> hit it, and it opens up <laughs> yeah. like Fonzie. Right,
2: <laughs> right. Um, right, yeah. so yeah, so in are Valley Schools, and other districts do this. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, backpacks have to stay in the in the locker. You can go back to your locker as many oh, times you want. i got to go back
1: to get my chem book. Right,
2: yeah. Now they're saying it. Now it's interesting. They're putting this out. I mean, they're they're not overtly saying it's related or connected to the incident in Oxford no, where the kid was carrying the gun in his backpack. Although I think the subtext is that's part of it. Right. Um, it's also they say because with you have thirty kids in a classroom, you got all, all with beast. backpacks. It if there's uh, an incident where they have to get the hell out of there, there's a bunch of backpacks on the floor. They can you know impede progress, but um, I don't know. I just I guess, step it over. Yeah, I, I suppose, you know, districts got to do what they can do, yeah. you know, because the society isn't doing anything, that's for sure. So. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> Went deep there, didn't he? <laughs> All, right. All right, well, the backpack problem solved, apparently. I don't know. When did they, I, I thought back when we were kids, really. I think backpack was more of a military thing, wasn't it? The, the military. Or hiking. Backpack. Yeah, or hiking. Or hiking. Yeah, yeah, that's like when my backpack, backpack would be, would, would, experience would have been with Boy Scouts. I don't even think I had a backpack for yeah. Boy Scouts. but I mean, that's what that was the only backpack I ever had.
2: I mean, went to the we had a, I mean it had a metal frame and, you know, you put your tent oh, in there. Oh, now you're tight. Yeah, I mean, that, that was, that was a, serious. That was, that was serious, you know. Yeah. But that was a backpack oh, in my mind. kids today have these sissy yeah. backpacks. right. They're soft. These soft, And they're kids. clear, so you can see what's in the bag. Well, right, now the other thing How is How could you
1: hide your booze? Clear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're bringing booze to high school? <laughs> this explains a lot. <laughs> I, I don't have a hairy chest. <laughs> Probably because you're drinking booze in high school. <laughs>
2: So anyway. I mean, because I, I never no. consumed any alcohol when I was in high school because that would have been wrong and illegal. That, that's true. And I you clearly know, followed all the laws. I, 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 I followed all the laws.
1: Did you? <laughs> okay. Uh, here's where you go. Thank God there was no social media. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Let's take a look at uh, the state and history. Two-cent history lesson for this August 8th. Today is uh, Happiness Happens Day. Okay. It just happens. <laughs> you need some happiness, it'll How, just happen. How'd that happen? I need a little bit of happiness. How'd that happen? Oh, it was just Happiness yeah. Happens right. Day. Uh, it's also International Cat Day. Mm. No domestic cats. No, International Cat Day. International cat. Like a Like, like a Siamese cat. or. Oh, you went to the Siamese, Siamese cat. Is that... Can I say that anymore? Siamese is they, they, think, is well, that phrase now that's outdated? Is that no, no that's, longer that's acceptable? Okay, cat, okay I, I didn't know. You know, because the cats, there's there's all kinds of different breeds. Right. I so just, you know, Siamese yeah. cats are, are a breed, right? You're, you're the hairy chested one. Well, they they are. That, huh? Yeah, yeah, of
2: course they are. I'm just saying yeah. I don't know if the term Siamese cat is uh, allowed anymore. If that's considered, you know. S I E
1: negative. How do you spell Siamese? (laughs) S I M (laughs) S I A M (laughs) E S. Oh, it's I A M. Okay. Siamese. Siamese cat. Let's look that up while we're.
0: It's it's, day, huh?
2: You've tuned into <laughs> two dopes. <laughs> See, Looking up science, I wouldn't cat. want a yeah. science okay, cat. Still, They're yeah. scary. They do look a little. Yeah, they have that. Look. But some
1: people, you know, love them, and, and that's cool. that's fine. They're part of uh, International Cat Day. Uh, it's cool. National Frozen Custard Day. Oh, that sounds good. Okay. Yeah, if it's I'm custard time. The toasted almond. It's also sneak some zucchini onto your neighbor's porch day or night. You can put that zucchini on the porch at night if you like. Keep your damn zucchini off my porch. Yeah. And keep it out of my right. car. It's I don't a, want your zucchini. Keep it away. If I wanted zucchini, I'd go buy zucchini. I can buy it at the store. I don't want your zucchini. Zucchini's fun to say. You, know, you know, if, if you're zo- going to, I mean, look. What well, is it though? Zucchini.
2: Okay. Are we allowed to say zucchini? Let's look up zucchini now. Z-U-C-C. It's a double A, yeah. double C. Um, zucchini. Yeah. It's, it's like a bikini, but Look, not. if you're going to give me any kind of vegetables, I don't want zucchini. What do you want, corn? Give me give, me some corn, give corn me some corn. Corn on the cops, Maybe some, some
1: tomatoes. You want some tomatoes? Yeah. They say but tomatoes? I don't want your
2: stupid zucchini. Who eats what? zucchini? Nobody wants zucchini. Get it out of here. You want to know why you got extra zucchini? Because you, you don't, don't even <laughs> want it. <laughs> why are you growing So through?
1: keep it the hell off my oh porch my God, and get it like, out of my car. The campaign just <laughs> came up and they're all <laughs> staring at me. All right. Um... We'll get to the rest of the history lesson. Okay. We're going to take a, a break bit. here on the <laughs> history lesson. Are you put a pin in that? The zucchini rant. All right, let me write that in. Zucchini rant. <laughs> the zucchini <laughs> rant right. interrupted. Got it. <laughs> it's time to call Daniel Brown. Yes, it is. And Daniel Brown is the from the Huron River Watershed Council. Yeah, he's a watershed planner. Hello, Daniel Brown. Good morning, Daniel. It's Mike and John from Mike and John Got It Going On. How are you doing today? Good, Eric. Good. So a little bit of news concerning uh, the water conditions these days. Yeah. Uh, so we had a hexavalent chromium still from Tribar manufacturing
0: up in Wixom, which right. discharges through the Wixom Wastewater Treatment Plant to uh, the Huron River system.
1: So let me, let me ask you this. I'm, this. This is not the first time this has happened with Tribar. So, so how, how often has this happened with them? Yeah, so they were responsible for the PFAS release that
0: was discovered in 2018, which resulted in that do not eat fish advisory, which still affects pretty much the entire
2: here river. <laughs> and and don't eat the foam either. Yeah, that's right. And PFAS concentrates in foam, so uh, if you see foam on the river, you want to avoid that as well. And um, right, and so and that that do not eat fish advisory and the foam advisory, those are still in effect, correct? They are still in effect. Yeah. PFAS is what they call a forever chemical.
0: It really doesn't break down in the environment readily. So it'll be with us for the foreseeable future.
2: Right. So we have this company uh, which, you know, uh, responsible for the PFAS release and, and this Do Not Eat Fish Advisory that's been in effect for four years now. Now we have this hex chrome release. Uh, and we're beginning to see some of the water sampling done Friday and Saturday. It began to show up, I think, in like Hubble Pond and and Kensington Lake, right? Or Kent Lake, yeah, right? that's right. Or Kent Lake, right? Yeah, that, that, that's exactly right. Yeah, so Hubble Pond uh, was sort of the first place we really expected to see it, due to the presence of uh, the Hubble Dam, which is right
0: there. And then Kent Lake, yes, yeah, it's, it's the big impoundment that uh, you know Kensington Metro Park surrounds, and those are already kind of the two two places we were really concerned initially that we would find it and it looks like they found it uh, in both of those places. I I do want to say that they did find it at pretty low levels and they did 69 samples I believe and three came back positive. So
1: overall I think that those tests are pretty encouraging at this point but they're still there's still a lot more that needs to be done to understand the extent what is what does this do for for swimmers like it can't lake you're not supposed to swim and what how does that affect how would that affect one who was swimming in contaminated water like that
0: yeah so at the levels we're talking about here we're talking about potentially a nasty skin rash you know can irritate your eyes can irritate your nose Um, you know it's it's that that type of uh, effect that we would see from
2: direct uh, contamination. that some sensitive people might have, you know, a, a more adverse reaction right. than that. Well, and, and I guess uh, you know, and again, I don't want to take the spotlight off TriBar because I think the spotlight needs to stay on TriBar because it's, these are not the PFAS and and this hexchrome release. These are not the only things. They've had some other issues, air quality issues, and other things that they have been tagged with. And I, the thing I, so hexavalent chromium is it's used in plastic finishing. But it's been banned in Europe. Uh, most companies don't use it in the U.S. because there's a alternative called trivalent chromium, correct?
0: Yeah, that's right. It's, so hexavalent chromium is nasty stuff. It's the Aaron Brockovich chemical. Tribo was actually using PVAS, as I understand it, to protect workers from inhaling hexavalent chromium. So they basically coat the you know the giant tubs of the stuff of the hexavalent chromium with PFAS to prevent inhalation for the workers. <laughs> Great. So it's it's pretty nasty stuff. There is a less toxic alternative in trivalent chromium, which is one of the things that hexavalent chromium will break down into if, if given enough time in the environment. But this is one of those you know another example of a chemical that you know, we're, we're using to make things for convenience or aesthetic purposes. you know, in, in this case, we're using hexavalent we chromium to make shiny car parts, uh, and it really it really should make us think about, you know, what do we want, um, you know, how do, we, how do we prioritize what chemicals we're using and what we're putting into the environment, you know, so we really need to look at Essential versus non-essential uses of these chemicals, uh, and and should uh, non-essential uses be banned? Um, in many cases, I think I think these non-essential uses are simply just not worth the risk and the harm that
1: they're doing to the environment. Well, give us an example of the uh, the car parts that this is being used to make.
0: Yeah. So as I understand it, it's you know could could be anything that's you know sort of the shiny chrome plastic finish. So. Um, you know, badges uh, for, you know, the brand logos that are sort of that shiny silver, um, you know, chrome, chrome bumper trims, you know, that sort of thing. A lot of
1: stuff that can can also be painted or, or can be swapped out for a black part Right. Uh,
0: in many cases, yeah.
2: So, yeah, so you bring up an excellent point, I guess. You know, I, I'm, I'm trying to focus on Tribar and, and their very poor environmental record. Uh, but you bring up an excellent point about the other, about the user
1: end,
0: us, the yeah, public, the
1: consumer. I mean, if it's if I've got chrome wheels on my car, is that, for example, um, what we're looking at here as far as consumer products,
0: stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's that kind of thing, and you know, and if we're talking about PFAS, it's things like you know waterproof clothing. Uh, they you know they put it in food wrappers, and then I do want to be clear when we're when we're talking about the consumer end, you know that that shouldn't be the responsibility of the consumer. You can drive yourself nuts trying to think about all the different ways that PFAS or chrome might be used in the, the products that you're using and buying. And it really has to be uh, the responsibility of yeah, you know, the federal and state government and then also the manufacturers that are putting these things together. You know, they're the ones that really need to be responsible stewards of the environment and, and consider what we're using, how we're using, what the importance of what that use is.
2: Well, we have I mean, we have two agencies here in Michigan that are directly responsible for for you know, the Department of Health and Human Services, but more importantly, the Department of Environment, Great Lakes and Energy, or Eagle. You know these regulatory schemes that are supposed to basically monitor companies like TriBar, make sure that they're not, uh, you know, doing things like this. Um, You know, if if just just what what grade would you give? You were give them a grade? What grade would you give Eagle uh, in terms of its regulatory ability in this in this uh, type of uh, situation? Yeah. So in this particular case, they've, they've done quite
0: well. They've been communicating with us throughout. Uh, HHS, same story. You know, they've they've been doing things by the book. They've been tracking things down. Uh, so so as far as we know, you know, they've they've done
2: everything. You know, the, but that's the, after the fact. I, I'm, I guess I'm talking about before the fact yeah. in terms of prevention. Yeah. So that so that's a really interesting question. And it, what I would say is that Michigan's pollution laws are quite weak so you know the state agencies are, are working with the tools that that are given to them by the state legislature and, and by extension voters and since the
0: 1990s our, our pollution laws have been you know, really chipped away at they've been eroded they're, they're far weaker than the strong pollution laws we had back in the 1990s they, our, our pollution laws used to be the envy of the country right and now we're left with sort of this you know this weakened amalgamation of things that that basically allow polluters to just delay 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 they run out the clock and at the end of it uh, they you know they might settle a lawsuit or get hit with a penalty but they've still shifted so much more of the burden to taxpayers and the state agencies that you know it's actually preferable for them to do that so it it's just a we have a very weak system we have you know, and sage are working with very weak laws, um, so we need our lawmakers to to write stronger laws.
1: And you know, as voters, we need to put the right lawmakers in place. So, do you think that uh, when when you mention pollution, I think a lot of us think of air pollution more so than water pollution, especially you know, and being the Great Lakes State, you would think we would have more of a mindset as to what we're talking about here, polluting the water. Um, what steps can be taken as, as far as lawmakers? What, what do you recommend?
0: Yeah, so the, the most direct thing that we need in terms of water quality is we need to reinstitute what we call polluter pay. So you'll hear a lot of politicians talking about polluter pay laws, which is what we used to have. And that basically puts you know really strict, straightforward liability for pollution on Polluters, uh, you know, very similar to, you know, if you buy a home or you own property and there's pollution found on that property that's, you've know, got to be coming from your house, you know, you're going to be responsible for it. Uh, and the same type of law does not apply to corporate business entities. It's, it's gotten, you know, mangled over time. So we really need to reinstitute just that straightforward level of protection. So that from from a lawmaking standpoint, that's that's the clearest thing we need at this point. And to get that done we're we're just gonna need uh, legislators, elected officials
2: that are that are willing to do that. Do you think with the, the you know with the PFOS thing from twenty eighteen which has been ongoing, I think, you know, prior to twenty eighteen, who the hell ever heard of PFOS? Nobody. I hadn't. I, I I suspect very few people had. Uh, and now it's become part of the regular lexicon of, of things we talk about. Now hexavalent chromium, here, it, here this is now, this has generated quite a lot of anger. You know, and I guess, do you, do you suspect that there maybe is a shift in the public? Because as you said, the legislature is ultimately responsible for changing this. The legislature isn't going to move unless they the feel the is. citizens saying, you got to move on this.
0: Yeah, well, I, I certainly hope so. You know, I, I think what we learned from PFAS and and to the the state of Michigan's credit, they have done just an absolutely world-class job at monitoring and sampling for PFAS across the state. And what that's shown us is really just how widespread the PFAS contamination is. You know, that they, they're finding it, uh, you know, more or less anywhere that they would expect to find it. So that's really, I think, just shined a, a black light on. Uh, our laws, on our regulatory weaknesses, so we've learned a lot of lessons from the PFAS crisis, and in this case, because Tribar was the same, exactly the same entity that released PFAS released the Hexchromium, you know, many of the lessons we learned from PFAS in the Huron River watershed are directly applicable, applicable to you know, the Chrome spell, but I, I think it has really brought to light this issue of non-essential use. Like, we're using lots of toxic chemicals simply so that companies can can make a quick buck um and and the repercussions to the environment are in many cases pretty severe and and last for your know, generations to come so i do think that there has been a reckoning of uh, your priorities and and what kind of state we want to live in do we want to live in the great Lakes state or do we want to live in a state that is you know prioritizing the
2: use of these toxic chemicals uh yeah i well I, exactly I, I guess you know we'll have to wait and see but i you know as you said there's been these low detections in some of the preliminary tests but the modeling shows you know that, look the river flows down towards ann arbor and ann arbor gets its drinking water a large part of it from the Huron river
0: yeah that's right ann arbor gets about 85 percent of its drinking water from here on directly, and they get the other fifteen percent from wells. Uh, and we, you know, we learned a few things over the last couple couple days over the weekend. You know, Ann Arbor is. They, they thought they early on. They thought they might have some defenses in place due to the uh, you know, the upgrades they did for PFAS a few years ago. Looks like those aren't going to work against hexavalent chromium, though they might work against trivalent chromium. Uh, but they, you know, their water supply is vulnerable. They're going to have to. To switch over um, potentially to Wells if the plume gets that far, uh, but we, all, we also did learn some pretty encouraging news about how the plume is moving, uh, how it was handled initially, uh, and that, that certainly puts us on the, the more optimistic side of, I, I think, we're, what we're looking at for the next few months. Uh, We could find more data coming days that completely reverses that, but so far we've got our fingers crossed, and it it looks like maybe the Wix and Wastewater Treatment Plant was able to catch most of the worst of it, Mm -hmm. uh, which would be extraordinarily good news. Um, But we're going to keep tracking the the plume as it moves downriver uh, just to make sure that everybody stays
2: safe. So now back to Tribar. What what should happen to Tribar? Uh, I mean, they have this... What seems to me to be a pretty horrible track record. Uh, how do we? How does that get handled? Yeah, I mean, yeah, our opinion is that bars should be shut down. Uh, they've, you know, repeatedly demonstrated negligence to the environment, to their neighbors. Yeah, uh, you know, if, yeah, certainly if you had somebody, uh, you know, a neighbor in your neighborhood acting this badly with such, you know, disregard for people around them, there'd be repercussions. Uh, <laughs> I've known homeowners things- associations that have been more <laughs> <Yeah>. proactive.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, I mean, they they, they really have demonstrated just a, a lack of responsibility. So, who's and, who's and that, and that on to enforce something against them? Is that the state? Is that the city of Wixom or the county? Yeah, it's it's. You know, all the above. Directly, most directly, and most immediately, it, it's the city of Wixom, and they already uh, you know, issued a cease. Order for the specific plant. So right now, that
2: specific plant is is shut down. That is a right. you know, temporary shutdown. There are things that they could do that you know they, they would force the city to to relax that if if they wanted. To. And there's a and there's a criminal investigation underway too. I understand they they're, in, they're <laughs> yeah, looking that, into exactly what caused the spill and if there's negligence involved. Yeah, that that's that is my basic understanding, and uh, I don't know
1: too much more about that. The state has been tight lift around that for, for obvious reasons. Right. Um, so basically, yeah. it's they could keep doing what they're doing if they can rectify the problems where they have spills. Is that correct? In other words,
2: right. They, they, in the past, they've been able to sort of work their way around these things and get back into business. You know, What are the chances that that's going to happen here? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a possibility here this time as well unless really strong enforcement action is, is brought down. And that again,
0: it just speaks to the weakness of our of our pollution laws. Um, right. you know, polluters can pollute, pollute, pollute. Uh, demonstrate that. Oh yes, we've, we we fix this problem. Back to back to work as usual. Right. And then they do it again, and they go through the whole the whole process right. again. You know, at, at some point, you would hope that uh, you know the powers that be you know start taking notice and start taking more uh, direct action.
2: Uh, more direct legal action. Well, I know, you know the, we the here. Right. Now you're you're a watershed planner with the Huron River Watershed Council, which is a non-profit organization. Just real quickly before I let you go, uh, explain what the Watershed Council does and and you're you're, you're a good clearing of information. I know that. Uh, people yeah. can come there and get a lot of details and uh, information. Yeah, thanks for
0: asking that. Oh, yeah, Huron River Watershed Council is a Nonprofit organization. Our mission is to protect and restore the Huron River. We're quasi-governmental, which means our, our board is made up of representatives from you know, our constituent communities that are in the watershed. Uh, and our work basically entails things, you know, monitoring river water quality, ecological quality, and we do that through you know, a variety of volunteer programs. And we provide
2: technical support to the communities uh, when they need us to. All right. Uh, and again, it's hrwc.org, correct? That's correct. And we are updating our
0: page with uh, on HexaMail and Chromium with more information as we learn it. Uh, so if you need more information, you're looking for
2: the latest updates, you can go to hrwc.org to, to find out some of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I've been using it as a resource. It's a, it's a, that page is a, a great uh, clearinghouse of information and details. So. Well, Daniel,
1: uh, we yeah, we appreciated this morning a lot of information a lot of uh, things I'm sure soon to come so we'll keep our eye on the story and uh, who knows we may be back in contact with you sooner than we think we we hope not <laughs> not no offense but yeah I mean this well is maybe
2: maybe this. for some good news or just yeah. for an
1: update on the situation uh, we appreciate your time yeah yeah thank you both for having me all right Daniel have a great day thanks yep, bye interesting stuff yeah. you know we. Stuff we don't think of until no, it comes into effect, I, 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 yeah, as far I think as the waters go, and you can't do the things you want to do in the lakes and well, and it's and water supply. It, you too. think about
2: it. I mean, especially Livingston County. You know, we, we tend to, you know, uh, w- the beautiful rural setting that we have, and all these wonderful recreational lakes, the chain of lakes, and Lake Chemung and all these things. And uh, what a great uh, quality of life there is. And then, then you're like, oh, by the way, you can't eat the fish. And by the way, by the way, keep your dogs out of the foam. And by the way, just get the hell out of the water or you're gonna get a rash. I mean, at a certain point you're like, what are we doing? I mean,
1: uh, there, there's got to be some balance here. so yeah, We like to do stuff in our lakes, you know, a lot of recreation. I, that's what I'm saying. On. we still got time for the the rest of summer. Too. You know, at
2: a certain point, you got to look up and go, okay, wait, what's going on here? And le- and re- honestly, before 2018, I'd never heard of PFAS. i never heard of PFAS, whatever the hell it's called. And, uh, Plus, they spell it funny. Well, P-F-A-S. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I, I, it's the per floral alkyl substances. per, per- floral alkyl substances. Easy per- for you to alkyl. say. That. Yeah, anyway. Um and the thing is, is once that came out, you're like, what is this? And they start explaining it. And you're like, okay. And they're like, by the way, it's in everything. And, exactly and we've been that. using it forever. And you're like, oh. oh then cool. you kind of go, well, what what are we using now <laughs> that we don't know about? And then in 10 years, they will be, oh, by the way, you're all poisoned. You're like, oh, okay, thanks. You know, so. Oh,
1: that's a great way to know. start off. Yeah.
2: <laughs> We're all doomed. Good, good day. All right, let's get back to our, yes. our
1: two-cent history lesson. Back to, to back the to important stuff. August 8th on the Like this day.
2: zucchinis.
1: But... People putting zucchinis in your porch. Neighbor's porch. Mm. 1876, Thomas Edison, little Tommy E, patented the mimeograph. Mm. The mimeograph. <laughs> Here's a picture of me in seventh grade. <laughs> He's taking his backpack <laughs> right. over to the mimeograph. That's right.
2: That's right. That's, 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 I'll this, make the copy. This explains a lot.
1: It okay. <laughs> well, had that purplish ink, too. Right, right. You know, what What color was that? I mean. And it's It. I mean, the, it's not an exaggeration
2: to say they would pass those out. The entire class everybody would pretty much in unison would take it and go. <sighs>
1: yeah, we weren't <sighs> inhaling. It was probably some chemical. It's probably inhaled. hexavalent chromium. <laughs> what the hell are we doing? <laughs> The first household refrigerator was patented on this day in 1899. A.T. Okay. Marshall of Brockton, Massachusetts. He was the guy? A.T. Marshall. Yeah. Thank you, A.T. 1969, the photo session for the cover of the Beatles' Abbey Road took place.
2: Iconic. Outside
1: yeah. Abbey Road studio. Iconic photo. Six shots were taken. Photos and it was over in less than 10 minutes. Yeah, they might have done shots too. Well, the photos, yeah. Six, photos. Paul was barefoot. Yeah, it's people like, said, Paul, did you forget your people shoes? People said, Oh, that's part that shows that Paul's dead
2: because it's a custom that you, you don't, if he, dead people are buried without their shoes in Norway. What? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yep, that means he's dead. You got it. Or,
1: or he took his shoes off. <laughs> Here's an alternate theory left him in the studio, right. Maybe that day he got up and had two different shoes and didn't want to be embarrassed. Yeah, you know when what was the photo shoot? He Maybe said, he had a brown shoe. He looked and a black at. He shoe. had an old brown shoe. Yeah. <laughs> he looked at us, He had this old like, brown shoe. I got oh, an wait old a brown minute. shoe. That's a song. Hold on. The world's largest kite was flown on this day in 1981, measured about 6,000 square feet. Can you that's imagine holding on to that damn, thing? That's a big kite. <laughs> I could never fly kites. If you got it up in the air yeah. and got a good wind. Chances are, you either ran out of kite twine, right, or it snapped, and you got to go chase the thing. Or you, you'd be trying to control,
2: kite. and then the wind would catch it, and it would, you could never oh, get it out of the death spiral. Yeah. you like, Why yeah, uh, did you put
1: a tail on the kite?
2: Yeah, but it was—I like, could just never.
1: I—I—I I, 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 I tried flying kites a couple times, of and P-foss. I'm like,
2: This is stupid. I got
1: video games to play. <laughs> <laughs> go fly a kite, they said. That's right. 1996. <laughs> KISS appeared at the Riverfront Coliseum in Cincinnati, Ohio. Mm-hmm. It's their 192nd date, a live world tour. And during this show, right. a fan threw his fake leg up on stage. What? The band autographed it and threw it back well, to him. Sure. How cool would that be? What else
2: do you do as a band when a fake leg comes up on stage?
1: Sure. <laughs> of all the things you can do, you're like, you know what? Let's sign it. Yeah. Give it to the drummer. <laughs> all right. 2008... Former Democratic vice presidential nominee, John Edwards. Oh, Johnny Edwards. Admitted to having an extramarital affair. Who heard of that in politics? 2008. He didn't just Ooh. have an affair. What was her name again? Riley Hunter. Riley Hunter. He yes. had a child. With
2: got cover that up. Yeah, which he was <laughs> raising on the side. I'm like,
1: <laughs> you. Why
2: hasn't that been a lifetime? And I just movie? wonder, I'm like, you really think you're going to. What are you doing? What is wrong with you? Yeah. But look at my hair.
1: <laughs> I have perfect hair.
2: I know, but yeah, you're an but, idiot. But
1: you've got that going. But my yeah. hair, yeah, I but know. But see, back in 2008, maybe people cared if a candidate for a high office had beard. Whereas maybe theirs. eight years later, they
2: didn't care you at. could go grab things, and sure. apparently that didn't matter anymore. Wow. That's just locker room talk. That's what, what that's what he should have said. That's what he should have said. Oh, um, yeah, me uh, having an affair, cheating on my wife. uh high school cheerleader. Uh, and having and that, that's a just locker room, room talk. Okay. Uh-huh. You had
1: a child. Well, it's just locker room yeah. child. Don't so be a football player. That's just, uh, you know, locker rooms. <clears throat> and finally, on this day in 2019, thousands of Beatles fans made a pilgrimage to London's Abbey Road. Oh, wait Why a minute. Why did they do that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What was yeah. the 50th anniversary sure. of that walk? Many probably tried to reenact the walk. Well, yeah, you, have you to had to do. If you're going no. there, would you not? How many went? It was 2019. Fifty years later, thousands. Thousands. Of so you have to have like, if everyone's going to reenact the, you have to have like. You got to right? have imagine the
2: backup right? there. You got to have a crossing guard. All right, next four, get up. They should have charged Do your walk. You get one time across. The that's, right. that's it. It's like a ride at Cedar Point. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> Reenact the Abbey Road Cross. They really should make a ride out of it. They you're should. right. <laughs> line up. I got a speed pass. <laughs> the, Abbey yeah. 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 the Abbey Road ride. Yeah. The walk. It. Yeah. Well, you walked all the way over here. You yeah. stood
2: in line. You know what it is? Now here's you walk again. Here's how I envision what the ride will be. They'll have a car, like a, like a you know... Uh, it should be a trolley, two, like, you know, one of those uh, but buses. But you, a, a you can decker. sit, because people are lazy. And you don't have to actually walk across the road. You get in the car on one side. You sit, but on the side of the car it has the picture of like, oh, I'm sitting in the John seat.
1: Okay, so, so be it'll just show your head and shoulders. And head. Okay. Right,
2: and then there's the body underneath. And then the car will just cross through you. Vroomp. There and was. Oh, and they take a picture. Then they charge you like you know forty nine ninety nine. Or wait a minute to get a copy. Perhaps
1: they have the cutouts on the road without the head, and you put your head in there. Oh, that's actually kind of kind of like they do with, to, yeah. with other things. I was trying to go more high tech, but you're right. Uh, that's, yeah. that's go low tech. Yeah, you just stand behind and get your picture day. you look. I'm John in this. Meanwhile, picture. there's a guy I'm on the road going, the road. "Get the hell out of the road! I gotta get to work." <laughs> they don't talk that way in england no they don't get the no. hell out of the road mate <laughs> yeah all right that's your two cent history lesson oh, for boy. today did we learn anything yeah no, we learned a lot yeah, i think we did learn well probably before the history lesson we learned that siamese cats do exist because <laughs> that was a doubt apparently yeah so and there are people that own them well i'm not sure if our friends at firehouse doors own a siamese cat they do not but if you had a siamese cat you were worried about it sneaking out the garage door They've got you covered because they've got those safety, right, of safety course. spires course the eyes. They do the
2: best. Of course, yes. Firehouse Doors, serving Livingston County residents for 24 years, family-owned. They strive to treat each customer like family. They are uh, proud veteran-owned, Mike, a proud U.S. Air Force veteran, and uh, Firehouse Doors is your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead door needs. And for the past 21 years, they're your only authorized distributor. In Livingston County for CHI Overhead Doors. Give them a call today. Firehouse Doors 810-599-7480. Don't forget, Wednesday we'll be drawing a winner. Yeah. No, we won't. No, we're not. So. I forgot. It's crossed out. out.
1: We'll be drawing a winner (laughs) of our winner from trivia
2: on Wednesday. Yeah, we will.
1: For Murphy's Family Auto. Yeah, remember them? Yeah, sure. knows. it's right. Fifty dollar gift certificate. So Tuesday night trivia. Yeah, we'll find out who the winner is, and then we'll draw that on Wednesday. Wednesday. That's what I meant to say. Drawing it out, messed up something on Monday. You'd never do that. No, no. Oh, don't worry. I'll do all
2: kinds of fancy editing after the fact.
1: Sure. I won't do any editing. (laughs) (laughs) No, because that would not be right. No,
2: no, because we 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 record live. We do. We
1: want you to get the live (laughs) feel. And we're sorry for that.
2: We don't want to be too Look overproduced to people are like, "Wow, this program is so slick." Some people might say that's a deep fake.
1: Oh my god, we can't have deep. Look at that here. studio they're in. Wow! Don't that's try amazing. and recreate. This. Yo, don't no. Hell no. Oh my god, are you kidding me? There's one of a kind right yes, there. Yes,
2: it is. So if you think the sign is straight, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we had to re-aim the it, sign. before the I show, think I think it looks better than I it think, did
1: before. I think it does, yeah. Now I don't have to sit at an angle. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just to balance the side. Right. <laughs> so things are great. All right. Uh, Murphy's Family
2: Auto, they are open Saturdays 8 to 1. Tell them Mike and John sent you. You'll save 5% off your bill.
1: Murphy's Family Auto, your car knows. Murphy'sFamilyAuto.com. And again, we'll give you a chance to win that $50 gift certificate Wednesday morning in Tuesday night trivia. Right. If that doesn't confuse you, oh. a Siamese cat might. <laughs> well, you know. They All are. Right. So that's our Monday. We'll uh, be back on Tuesday. Uncle Bill joining us yes. for School of the Fools. John has a streak going. They call him Streaker John. Yeah, no one wants. Oh, I forgot. I got to show you my back hair in the uh, post show. <laughs> I got to go. Yeah. I won't be here for the post show because that's scary stuff. Because you're getting the hell out of here. Yeah. I don't blame you. Do you blame me? Heck no. I got to push. show. But John got it going on. Been giggling with Mike and John. Tune in next
0: time and giggle on. Oh yeah, that's my favorite part there.
2: Okay, post show. What do you got? I'll tell you what I got. I got me a cougar
1: pick. I got. Yeah, when uh, Susan was here yeah. last Monday, apparently she she left the pick. Well, yeah. Was that intentional? Do you think?
2: You know what it is? It's um, you know chicks are, they leave something behind, so they have to come back and get it.
1: It's kind of like <laughs> when you go to a restaurant oh, and you leave a little bit on the, on the plate for behind. the chef to let them know you did a good they did a good job. No, no, no? I think this no. is uh, oh I see yeah. Oh, oh, I left this at your do studio. you mind if I come back? I better come back and get it. I don't think You know
2: how. <laughs> the women always <laughs> do <it. laughs>
1: Insert wishful yeah, thinking this right where now. was like, you can keep it. <laughs> yeah, that was 10 cents. I've it's got all yours. A, okay, I got a bag just, for a buck. You, I don't want to yeah. know what you do with it. You no. just keep it. What other things can you do with a guitar pick? Let me you pick your teeth. I'm not going to do that. No, no I, you shouldn't. I mean, uh, I don't know. You could do the scratch test for a shave. Remember, <laughs> they used to do that with the uh, the card, uh, credit card. Hmm? Yeah. Now so try the edge side. Well, I was trying to You oh. mean the pick side? No. One side edge, one oh. was the other. You know. Oh, oh, oh the right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, that no. was what you had for polish. <laughs> I had a pick. Put <laughs> the cougar pick. Right All right. So here's here's something for you to think about. Okay. Over at U of M, they uh, they did a study of different foods. And what they can do to your lifespan. And? The good and the bad. Yes. Do you want to know the bad first or the good first? <laughs> I don't know what All I right. want to know. I don't know what I want to know. <clears throat> so, here's what they found they tested 6,000 various meals, snacks, and drinks. Okay. A few of the more popular foods and what they can do to you. The worst foods per portion. One hot dog will take 36 minutes off your life. Good luck, Joey Chestnut. One hot dog, 36 minutes? Yep. So, trying to estimate how many hot dogs I've had. Bacon, 26 minutes. Why am I even alive now? It doesn't say... What am I doing even being alive at this point? It doesn't say how much bacon. If it's one strip, you know... It doesn't matter. So, three strips of bacon, that's an hour less of life. Right? Yeah, pretty much. A little over an hour, yeah. So, it's wow. worth it. How am soft. I even alive? I don't know. At this point. But double, between the hot dogs and bacon, and there's more? A double cheeseburger, 8.8 minutes. Okay. A slice of pizza, 7.8 minutes. And soft drinks, busy or sweetened, 12.4 minutes off your life. However, you can contradict that. There's a way for everything, isn't there? Mm. For example, foods that are better, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich will add 33 minutes to your life. So if I had three a day, oh. that adds an extra hour and a no, half. No, what
2: if I put the bacon in the peanut butter and jelly sandwich?
1: Well, then the, it kind of the, probably the, averages about the, seven, that's minutes, some you're same, seven yeah. minutes on the plus side. Yeah, right. Right? Right. right. Baked salmon, 13.5 minutes. <laughs> Unless it's from here on River. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I don't think the salmon are running there, but just in case well, just one right. got loose. Uh, a banana, 13 and a half minutes. Tomatoes and avocados will add to your life. Tomatoes, 3.8 minutes. Mm-hmm. An avocado, 1.5. French fries will actually add a no minute they won't. and and no, they won't. 1.5 minutes to your life. Well, then, no wonder. A, you okay. No you can dip any ketchup because that's part of tomato. That uh, yeah, add yeah, yeah, even yeah, more. Yeah, okay. And then it said, what if you ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich right after eating a hot dog? Well, first, of all, you going to get sick? Gross. Probably. Probably. Yeah, that's just <laughs> different. Good needs. All the nitrates Pepto. in that weenie, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> hot dog. This is the odd <laughs> thing about hot dogs. It's like they're they're one of the worst foods for you. Yet we love to oh, eat. Oh we love We I, mean, I don't wanna know. Yeah.
2: And so you these days I how we make a hot dog, turn that off, I don't wanna know. Uh, exactly. No, I don't wanna know. Here's how we make a brat, I don't wanna know. And, and is the yeah.
1: a flat hot dog?
2: <laughs> I don't think well, it might as well be, but it's and then pickle there's loaf. pickle loaf.
1: Is that bologna with, like, olives in it? No, thanks. That'll kill you. That that, will. Yeah, how many minutes off your life is that going to take? One
2: slice of pickle loaf is 43 days off your life. Uh (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) I want to end it now. (laughs) Oh, my God. He's got a piece of pickle loaf. He's going to do it. (laughs) Don't eat it, sir. See, the (laughs) (laughs) police cars and fire trucks surrounding a guy with a piece of pickle loaf. I'm going to eat it, I swear (laughs) to God.
1: Or... Don't, don't do it. You don't stop doing that I'm going to make you eat the pickle <laughs> All right. That's yeah, That's
2: so. That's Is plenty. Is that enough? It's yeah. God. Let's make it go out. ahead, you can. Turn Damn right I will. I turn everyone off.